Am I in the air? Do I have everybody's attention now? Do I have everybody's attention now? Don, I got you. Don, I Do I have everybody's Sunday attention night. now? You put them cameras on me, then you must be willing To get that heart touched, this a must-see feeling The news ain't good, then it must be villain So I say it's tag grounded, I don't trust these feelings Spread across your nose, and I'm on your air Highest next on the cloud, am I in the air? Sunday nights, prime time, I flex my better Voltron transform to DX Don, mega and unseen You probably think I'm nice, cause I slow like a stream To your wireless device, and the smoke full of steam on any given night, I'll show it like a piece of any given slice. And for the latest and what is best about I tune in and tune the rest out, Don. You gotta tell them, am I in the clear? Is this thing gone? Am I on the air? On the air. Well, what is going down, everybody? Welcome back to another brand new edition of Am I on the Air? My name is Don Mega, and I'm your host, and I'm so happy that you're here to join me as we're broadcasting live from the Red Dragons Radio Studios here in Tucson, Arizona, on this Monday, December the 19th. It's season 25, episode 14, and tonight's show is titled Stick Together. Now, of course, it's Am I on the Air. We get you caught up with all the latest and the greatest when it comes to entertainment news, movies, reviews, and television, in theaters. We're going to break down everything from December 13th through today, December 19th. Get you all caught up to speed. Of course, we're going to be talking Avatar The Way of Water in a non-spoiler way. So don't you worry. And then, of course, we're going to be talking a bunch of news, including this DC news, man. Shit is going down. Shit is getting crazy. And I got a lot to say about it. But before we get going into Avatar, like I said, that is going to be a non-spoiler discussion. But if you're looking for the spoiler discussion, boy, am I happy to tell you we got the episode done. It is ready and it is available to all of you in two formats. Once again, as always, in podcast form right here on the feed and on video form on our YouTube page. So you have both methods to check out myself, peeps, friggins, breaking down the number one movie in the world and all of its spoiler-filled glory. This was a fun fun podcast to do. We recorded it last night, so it was up on Sunday, December the 18th. Once again, youtube.com slash am I on the air, and look for that video right there at the front of the page. We also have our am I still on the air playlist, so you can see a bunch of other other videos if you want to get caught up. If you're maybe new to the channel and you're like, yo, I love these reviews, you can go check out some of the other ones. Uh, But if YouTube's not your thing, hey, right here on the podcast feed, You'll see, am I still on the air? Avatar The Way of Water spoiler review. So audio version, video version, they're both available. We wanted to make sure we got you guys right on opening weekend with our big spoiler review. We talked about this thing for about an hour and 55 minutes. So uh, we break it all down. So make sure you check it out. Okay, let's get this show rocking and rolling here tonight with our non-spoiler version. Yo, it's been a hell of a ride. 
to get to Avatar The Way of Water. The original movie came out 13 years ago. Actually, it just celebrated the 13-year anniversary yesterday. That's right, 13 years as of yesterday. 2009, Avatar hit theaters in December. And uh, I was there. I saw it in the theater at least five times, if not more. I know for sure I saw it at least five times because it was such... A wonderful experience, especially in 3D. I had never seen anything like it. Um, and and I go into more detail about the first one on our spoiler review. But I just want to let you know, this movie is one of my all-time favorites. So I've been waiting. I've been waiting very patiently for 13 years to get this goddamn sequel. And we finally got it. And I got to say, I loved it. It was everything I had hoped it to be. This movie did not let me down. I was so excited to get back to Pandora. Um, And it gave us something fresh, man. It gave us what we knew and loved. And then transitioned into something new and fresh with the Water Tribe. And seeing all the creatures underwater. and, And everything that we got from the way of water, right? Uh, you know, I'm going to dance around a lot of stuff, obviously being spoiler free. Uh, but basically, you know, the, the sky people are back and Jake and Natiri need to take their family, uh, somewhere safe. And they go out to this water tribe and try to, uh, settle down kind of off the grid. But of course, evil always finds you. And, uh, the battle ensues. Uh, I've seen this movie twice already. I went on the preview night in IMAX 3D, loved it, and then went back again over the weekend with my daughter and saw it in the Prime 3D over at AMC and loved it again. Uh, Two completely different viewing formats, even though they were both in 3D, the IMAX version was a lot different than the Prime version as the Prime version had the uh, added high frame rate. Um, which was very interesting. I liked it a lot. There were moments that felt very video game cutscene-y, but outside of that, it was a really clear, cool-looking experience. Um, So I'll be going back again probably this weekend to see it a third time, and uh, I can't wait to revisit it because this movie had me smiling, it had me cheering, it had me crying, it hit all the emotions, and I just absolutely loved it. So... Avatar The Way of Water, baby, well worth the wait. Five out of five stars, one of the best movies of the year. I can't wait to really sit down and do my breakdown and see where this one lands. But you can easily say it's going to be in that top ten. So congratulations to James Cameron. Congratulations to the whole crew. Um, Everybody, Sam Worthington, Zoe Zaldana, Sigourney Weaver, um, Stephen Lang. I mean, it goes on and on. They all kill it. And I cannot wait. To see part three, hopefully uh, we're not supposed to wait another 13 years. The next one should be out in 2024. They've already filmed it. It's in the can. So, um, you know, hopefully within the next two years, we'll be getting that quick visit back to Pandora and I am ready. So that's our movie review of the week. And, uh, I don't have any new television shows to discuss. I've been really trying to binge through and get caught up with a lot of the stuff that I've started already, you know, finishing up, I finished up Dahmer. I finished, I'm finishing up dead to me. Uh, we finished Wednesday, which was a lot of fun. So yeah, just kind of making my way through a lot of these shows, especially since a lot of them are on Christmas break. It's allowing me a chance to really get caught up with the things that I've been behind on. So 
Uh, I got one more episode left of Dead to Me's final season, and then I need to finish up White Lotus season two. And uh, we'll go from there, man. We'll see what's next after that. But nothing nothing new to really get into on this go-round. So Avatar really being the big, big deal. And once again, make sure you check out the spoiler review. Okay, guys. Uh, let's switch gears. Let's talk about box office. So coming in number 10, Empire of Light. Number 9 is I Heard the Bells. Number 8 is Black Adam, which is now also streaming on HBO Max. So check that out if you haven't seen it yet. Number 7, The Fablemans. Number 6, Devotion. Number 5, The Menu. Number 4, Strange World, which also hits Disney Plus in a couple days. Number 3, Violent Night. Number 2, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. And number 1, for its big debut, Avatar The Way of Water, bringing in $134 million in its debut, smashing what the original film made. The original Avatar movie took in $77 million in its opening weekend. So this one, $134 and worldwide an impressive $435 million. So it's halfway to a billion bucks already in one weekend. So um, I think there's no doubt this movie's going to hit that billion dollar mark. And, uh, especially with people doing those multiple viewings, this thing has a 94% audience rating on Rotten Tomatoes and everybody's loving it and going to see it multiple times. So that is your box office. All right, guys. So let's switch gears. Let's get into our news of the week. And like I said, it's been a crazy time at DC and we got a lot to talk about. Uh, but first, I want to talk about Patty Jenkins. So, you know, we had talked on last week's episode about um, Wonder Woman 3 not moving forward. And uh, there was a lot of speculation on if it was Warner Brothers' fault, if it was Patty Jenkins' fault. Like, what really happened here? So, Patty Jenkins actually came out and released a statement. And I'm going to read it. She says, Sigh, I'm not one to talk about private career matters, but I will not allow inaccuracies to continue. So here are the facts. I originally left Rogue Squadron, which was the Star Wars movie she was supposed to do, after a long and productive development process when it became clear it couldn't happen soon enough and I did not want to delay Wonder Woman 3 any further. When I did, Lucasfilm asked me to consider coming back to Rogue Squadron after Wonder Woman 3, which I was honored to do, so I agreed. They made a new deal with me. In fact, I am still on it, and that project has been in active development ever since. I don't know if it'll ever happen or not. We never do until the development process is complete, but I look forward to this potential ahead. When there started being backlash about Wonder Woman 3 not happening, the attractive clickbait false story that it was me that killed it or walked away started to spread. This is simply not true. I never walked away. I was open to considering anything asked of me. It was my understanding there was nothing I could do to move anything forward at this time. DC is obviously buried in changes and they're having me make, um, and they're having to make. So I am understanding of these decisions that are very difficult right now. I do not want what has been a beautiful journey with Wonder Woman to land on a negative note. I have loved and been so honored to be a part of the person to be the person who got to make the last two Wonder Woman films. She's an incredible character living in and around her values makes a better person every day. I wish her and her legacy an amazing future ahead with or without me walking side by side with Linda Carter, an absolute legend and beacon of goodness and light has been a thrill. I have learned so much from her and will cherish her as a friend and mentor always. My crew has been like family and fought every day to give the world the best films they could. And gal, 
Gal Gadot, where do I even begin? Gal is the greatest gift I have ever received in this whole journey. A cherished friend, inspiration, and sister. There are no words I can use to convey how magical she is. She is the walking embodiment of Wonder Woman in real life and a better person than the world can imagine. Never once in the millions of moments I have spent with her did I see anything less. She is a gift to this world and even more so to me. Lastly, but important, most importantly, thank you to the incredible Wonder Woman fans for all that you do in the love and support. Wonder Woman fans are often not the most visible in the media and online, but I want you to know that we have always seen and celebrated you and your importance. You were first and foremost in our minds every day, and we made the last two films. You are the best and most loving people, and I look forward to always celebrating you. Thank you all for the wonderful journey. Keep up the Wonder Woman spirit. Any day that you face struggling, try asking, what would Wonder Woman do? I hope her beacon of love, truth, and justice is always there to lead the way for you as she has done for me. So that's what we got from Patty Jenkins on the Wonder Woman 3 situation. Kind of cool of her to come out and, and say, you know, like, hey, I was willing to make changes. I was willing to do things for this project. But with all the changes, there's just nothing I could do at the moment. And at the time when she released this, I felt like bullshit, right? Like they just didn't like the Wonder Woman 3 script. They could have revised it. They could have done something different. But as the week developed, we had other things come up that now I say, hmm, I see what's going on here. So pause that thought for a minute. Um, I'm going to continue with some other news and we're going to circle back to DC. Um, we have some first look posters at Ari Oster's new Joaquin Phoenix led a 24 film. Bo is afraid. Uh, so check that out if you're interested. I'm very excited about this next project. John Cena and Jason Momoa are set to star in a new action comedy called killer vacation. Sign me up, man. I'm so stoked for this one. That was like when, uh, Batista and Kamal knew Gianni uh, did their uh, Stuber together. I was like, yes, let's go. And uh, I'm really excited for this one here. The showrunner for the Echo Marvel series uh, let us know that it looks like the show is going to get delayed. It was supposed to come out around summertime of 2023, but it sounds like it's going to come out the very end of the year now. So uh, we'll keep you posted in anything official there for Echo. Norman Reedus is joining the cast of the John Wick spin-off, a spin-off ballerina. So nice little addition there. How I Met Your Father season two coming back to Hulu in January. Julie Andrews doesn't think that she's going to be back for Princess Diaries three. We have the first teaser trailer for sixty five, which is Adam Driver's new uh, sci fi action film. I actually think this trailer looks fantastic. Didn't even know about this movie or what to expect. And it looks awesome. It's a sci-fi film, time travel, dinosaurs. Let's go. This is going to be a real fun one. Anna Conkle and Jermaine Fowler are set to lead a new Hulu comedy called The Drop. And we have the first trailer for that. Studio Gilby has unveiled uh, their next Hayao Miyazaki movie, which is called How Do You Live? We have the trailer for Dog Gone, which is Rob Lowe's new drama. Uh, Warrior Nun has been canceled after two seasons on Netflix. Not shocked to see this. Uh, I was a love-hate relationship with Warrior Nun. I actually thought the first season was pretty decent. It had some highs. It had some lows. But overall, I dug it. 
Season two came out and I struggled to get through the first episode. I think I watched two episodes of season two and just couldn't do it. I couldn't even do it. And now the show's canceled. So it's good to see it's not just me. Uh, Ryan Felipe is set to battle a cult in a new horror film that's also being shot back to back with a sequel called One Mile. So very interesting here that they're going to make two movies right out the gate with it. Um, we got an article up with John Krasinski talking about maybe coming back as Reed Richards. You know, basically, this is one of those clickbait articles, too, uh, that, you know, nobody knows. And even if he was signed on to be Reed Richards, he's not going to say right now. So it's just one of those things where he's kind of like, I had fun doing it. They asked me to come in and do it, and I did it. So um, we'll see what happens. No one's called me yet. Wink, wink. So, yeah, we'll see what happens with that. Dr. Death Season 2 has added Luke Kirby, Ashley Madawaki, and Gustav Hammerstein to the cast. Uh, we have the trailer for Pamela, A Love Story, which is the Netflix documentary on Pamela Anderson. Uh, director Sean Levy, who's going to, of course, be doing Deadpool 3, says that he plans to bring hardcore violence to the MCU sequel. He says, you know, a lot of people are still very worried that they're going to tone this movie down. And he says, uh-uh, we are going to be making a very violent sequel uh, with lots of fights and bloods and guts. So that makes me happy to hear. Sean Levy also talked a little bit about Free Guy because, of course, he directed Free Guy. And people ask him, well, what about Free Guy 2? And he says, you know, the sequel has not moved forward yet because we're still waiting to find the right script. They're being very picky and they're saying, hey, we don't want to just make a sequel to make a sequel because that first movie is is a fun, fun film, and it, and it had a lot of heart behind it, and we want to do it the right way. We want to do it when we have the right script. So that has yet to happen, um, but when it does, they'll move forward. So there you go. We have the trailer, the first full trailer for Season 2 of Your Honor, uh, starring Brian Cranston, coming to Showtime in January. Looking forward to this one here. I love Season 1. The Flash Season 9, Supergirl's Nia Null, is set to team up with Iris to solve a bizarre mystery. So I like that even though Supergirl is over, we're going to have a little crossover here with The Flash. That sounds good. Step Up, the series has been canceled after three seasons. Jake Johnson, um, talking about Minx's cancellation, uh, he confirms that they're still going to finish Season 2. He says they're pretty much almost all the way done filming the whole season when it got canceled. So he says, we're not going to give up. We're going to finish filming it, and then we're going to shop it around to other outlets. So we'll see since HBO Max isn't going to do it. We'll see who else can pick it up. But, you know, it's always crazy to me that a show would get canceled after they've already 95% filmed a whole season. Like, why would you give up at that point? You've already spent the money. You already got a show, like, filmed. I, I just don't get it. It's it's a very interesting one to me. So hopefully someone will pick that one up. We have the trailer for Kaleidoscope, which is Netflix's new heist series that spans over the course of 25 years and will stream differently for each viewer. I'm very excited about this one. This one has a pretty solid cast here, uh, head up by Giancarlo Esposito. And um, yes, it's one of these shows that... I forget if it's six or eight episodes, but it says you can stream the show in any order you want, uh, and the show will always end on the correct episode as the finale. So you started episode one, it could jump to five, it could jump to four, it could jump to two, it could jump back to three. Um, but it also says that each Netflix viewer, when your episode's done, it's going to shuffle 
whatever the next episode should be. So everybody will have a different viewing experience, but at the end of the show, it will play the same finale and it will wrap up the way they intended. But I love it. The idea is great. Paramount plus did a murder uh, mystery show a couple years ago uh, that did this where basically you could watch the whole show in any sequence you wanted. Um, and I thought it was a really cool idea, you know, almost like a choose your own adventure, but in a different way, but I like the auto shuffle thing that Netflix is going to do. So I'm down and I'll be checking out kaleidoscope when it drops. Sandition is set to end with season three over on PBS. So there you go on that. We have the first official teaser trailer for Scream 6. That's right. Uh, I love the Scream series. I am ready for the sequel. This teaser trailer is perfect, right? Doesn't give much away. Your surviving people from the fifth movie are in New York now. They're riding the subway. And there's some crazy stuff going on. And it's right around Halloween time. So the movie hits theaters March 10th, 2023. In some very sad news, Stephen Twitch Boss, uh, best known as the DJ for The Ellen Show, passed away at the age of 40 years old. Uh, it was a suicide, so definitely sending our warmest condolences to his family, friends, fans. Um, he just seemed like such a nice dude. I mean, I watched Ellen's Game of Games. He was the DJ on that as well, too, of course, So You Think You Can Dance and other dance shows. Uh, guy was super popular on TikTok. Um, always seemed very, very happy. So this just goes to show you once again with suicide, you just never know what someone is truly going through. So be kind to everybody guys. Um, and if you're somebody that needs help, talk, talk to someone, reach out, call the suicide hotline, uh, get help. You know, suicide is not the way I just, it's hard for me to understand suicide. Um, there's always someone that will listen to you. So please, please reach out if you need someone. Okay, Party Down is back over on the Stars channel. That's right, it's a revival of sorts as it hits back on Stars February 24th. So get ready. Uh, I was always very hit and miss with Party Down, um, so, but I'll be definitely checking it out. I would love to see this revival, and we'll see if it catches that love. Okay, guys. Circling back to the DC news. So we just talked about Patty Jenkins, Wonder Woman, you know, and everything there. So I'll never forget where I was. This was last Wednesday. I'm at dinner with my wife and my dad and my brother. And we're getting ready for dinner. We're waiting for the food to drop. And I take a peek at my phone and I see something about Henry Cavill and Superman. And I'm thinking, okay, cool. Hopefully this is the announcement of the next project. Man of Steel 2. What's going on? What are we getting? Unfortunately, what we got is Henry Cavill announcing that he is no longer Superman. And my world crashed before me. Henry Cavill uh, posted on his Instagram, I have just had a meeting with James Gunn and Peter Safran, and it's sad news. Everyone... I will, after all, not be returning as Superman. After being told by the studio to announce my return back in October, prior to their hire, this news isn't the easiest, but that's life. The changing of the guard is something that happens. I respect that James and Peter have a universe to build. I wish them all involved with the new universe the best of luck and the happiest of fortunes. For those who have been by my side through the years, we can mourn for a bit, but then we must remember Superman is still around. 
Everything he stands for still exists, and the examples he set for us are still there. My turn to wear the cape has passed, but what Superman stands for never will. It's been a fun ride with you all, onwards and upwards. Man, I was pissed. Henry Cavill, I've talked about it on this show many, many times, is my favorite Superman. He is my Superman. Even though I grew up with Christopher Reeve and I love Christopher Reeve and I love everything he did in those movies, Henry Cavill was my Superman. Love, love, love Henry Cavill's Superman. And we've had a very stressful journey uh, with Henry and the Cape since Justice League, right? We didn't know what was going to happen. There was rumors he was still doing it, but then there was rumors he wasn't. And it's been years, years. Then Black Adam comes out, right? post credit scene. Who's there? Henry Cavill is Superman. Black Adam, we need to talk. Oh, shit. He's back, right? He does a big Instagram video. Hey, everybody, it's official. I'm back as Superman, guys. Looking so forward to the future. We got some great stuff we're going to do. This is going to be awesome. Hell yeah. The world rejoiced. We were happy. And then James Gunn and Peter Safran get hired, and then we we're thinking, okay, cool. They're still going to make something work. And the meetings start to happen. And this meeting did not go our way as they have chosen to move forward in the DC universe without Henry Cavill and to recast Superman because James Gunn would like to focus on a younger Superman. And I'm super torn about this because I get both sides. The internet is a mess right now. There's a lot of people calling for James Gunn to get fired. People just, you know, are pissed because everybody feels manipulated. You know, we just had Henry Cavill two months ago say, I'm back. And then we immediately lose him. Like, why can we not move forward? Why can P- why can James Gunn and Peter Safran not move forward and, and create the new DCU with what they have, right? They already have the chess pieces. Why can't we just move forward with it and make things happen? On the other side of it, I get it. Like these guys are being brought in to shepherd a successful DCU that's been very tumultuous over the years. And the best way to do that, to be honest, is to reboot. It is to scrap everything and start fresh. But the problem is, is that everybody's confused on, are, is that what they're going to do? Because how do you cherry pick at this point, right? Like, how is Jason Momoa still Aquaman or Ezra Miller still the Flash, but you have a different Superman, you have a different Wonder Woman, you have a different Batman? Like, it's weird, you know? Or you recast the entire Justice League, but then Peacemaker's still there? You know, Harcourt's still there? Um <laughs> You know, is Margot Robbie still, you know, Harley Quinn? Like what happens at that point? You know, if you're going to reboot, you need to reboot. I don't think it's fair to cherry pick. It's going to be very odd if you have this new younger Superman and then Ben Affleck pops up. You know what I mean? Like it's just, it's not going to make sense. Um, It's not going to make sense if any of them pop up after this. So it's kind of like keep what you got or reboot it all. And we don't really know what full direction they're going to go yet. At this point, we just have to wait and see. I believe they're going to go the full reboot route. It sounds like Gal Gadot is out as well. 
Obviously, Ezra Miller is probably going to be out because of the troubles he's had. Jason Momoa could become Lobo from what we're hearing, and and after Aquaman two, he's done. Um, you know, uh, but I'm just very curious because we know there's supposed to be a Peacemaker two, and and then what does it mean for the movies coming out? Right, we have Shazam two coming out in a couple months. We got Aquaman. We got the Flash. Do those movies even matter anymore? I mean, I'll still go see them because I'm sure they're going to be great. But at the end of the day, do they matter? They were DCEU movies with no DCEU anymore. So it's going to be curious to see where the roads take us. Now, James Gunn says that that they're going to reveal some stuff at the beginning of the new year on what the plan is. Um, but chapter one, losing Henry Cavill absolutely sucks. It sucks. Plain and simple. Um, man, I'm just so super bummed by this still. Um, this is what James Gunn had to say about the situation after, um, uh, sorry, hold on. I'm trying to pick up, uh, the original conversation here from James Gunn because I got a couple things I want to go over. Um, sorry. Uh, now one other thing was, uh, there started to be a lot of articles talking about that Gunn and Saffron were going to import Matt Reeves's and Robert Pattinson's Batman into the new DC universe, that, 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 that will be the Batman in the new DCU. And James Gunn straight out came out and was like, yo, the guy that did this article is a truly good guy, but he needs to get a new source because it's totally untrue. And I believe that. I think that he's going to do his uh, his own thing here. Um, man, did he delete that? I'm sorry. I'm just looking for the initial article here, but I feel like he deleted it. Um. I don't, I don't see it there anymore. So he had done a tweet and, uh, talked about the Henry Cavill thing right after it happened. And, uh, oh no, here it is. So it is kind of blurred in. So basically this is what he said. Um, he said, Peter and I have a DC slate that's ready to go, which we couldn't be more over the moon about. We'll be able to share some exciting information about our first projects at the beginning of the new year. Among those on the slate is Superman. It's in the initial stages and our story will be focusing on an earlier part of Superman's life. So the character will not be played by Henry Cavill. We had a great meeting with Henry and we're big fans. And we talked about a number of exciting possibilities to work together in the future. So that was directly from James Gunn. Um, somebody had replied and said, hey, being part of a slate, I assume it's a movie. James Gunn said yes. Uh, someone asked him if he's writing and directing. James Gunn said, I am writing the movie and I have been for a while, but I don't know who's directing yet. So I still think James Gunn's going to direct this as well, too, since he's writing it, but we'll see. Um, someone said, please tell me this isn't an origin story. And he said, no way. So it's not going to be a Superman origin story. Uh, someone asked, could Ben Affleck direct? And he says, we met with Ben yesterday, actually, because he wants to direct and we want him to direct. We just have to find the right project. So, 
lots of news, man, you know, meeting with Ben Affleck, I'm sure to kind of settle down the Batman thing, meeting with Henry Cavill, um, obviously probably met with, you know, Patty Jenkins and I'm guessing Gal Gadot, even though they don't really get into that part of it. Um, and it's crazy. So, uh, and I want to kind of skip forward to today, right? So since the announcement of Henry Cavill being gone, people have been ripping James Gunn. Like you're an asshole. You should be fired. Just going to crazy town. Uh, and even though I'm pissed, like I wouldn't, you know, call James Gunn out like this, but today he took to Twitter and he said, one of the things Peter and I were aware of when we took the job as heads of DC studios was a certain minority of people online that could be well, uproarious and unkind to say the least. Our choices for the DCU are based upon what we believe is best for the story and best for the DC characters who have been around for nearly 85 years. Perhaps these choices are great, perhaps not, but they are made with sincere hearts and integrity and always with the story in mind. No one loves to be harassed or called names, but to be frank, we've been through significantly worse. Disrespectful outcry will never ever affect our actions. We were aware that we would... We were aware there would be a period of turbulence when we took this gig, and we knew that we would sometimes have to make difficult and not-so-obvious choices, especially in the wake of a fractious nature of what came before us. But this means little to us in comparison to our jobs as artists and custodians in helping to create a wide and wonderful future for DC. So there you go. Um, that's straight from James Gunn. Um Somebody said to him also today, who knows if it's true, but recasting all the main DCU characters, but keeping some will be interesting how Peacemaker and the Suicide Squad characters and actors live on, but the others don't, particularly when they have all interacted together. And James Gunn um, responded and said, I keep seeing posts with this untrue theory. We're not recasting everyone except the Suicide Squad. So uh, who knows? <laughs> Who knows where that one's going to take us, but crazy stuff, guys, crazy stuff. Um, so we're going to be getting a new Superman movie written by James Gunn. It will be a younger Superman, but he's already Superman. He's already living in Metropolis. He's already a reporter as Clark Kent for the Daily Planet. And supposedly from another tweet he had talked about last week, this Superman already knows the Justice League. He already he is already aware of Batman and Wonder Woman and Flash and all of them. So he's not meeting people for the first time. So they're, they're kind of jumping ahead, but they're also kind of rebooting at the same time. So, man, we could be here all day. I'm going to move on, but craziness all the way around. Okay, Vikings Valhalla Season 2 trailer has come out, so check that out if you're interested, along with the Season 2 trailer of Mayor of Kingstown, starring Jeremy Renner. I love Mayor of Kingstown, ready for Season 2. This is a Paramount Plus exclusive, and we ready, baby. We have the first full trailer for The Whale, starring Brendan Fraser. This movie looks like it's going to be sad and make me cry, and I don't know if I could sit through the theater to see it, but we will see. It's a great trailer, so check that out. Saw 10, currently still filming, gaining more unknown actors, so we'll move along from there. We have the trailer for Women Talking, which is an all-star drama from MGM. Starting to hear some award buzz over there. The Aquaman 2 budget has exceeded $200 million as Warner Brothers adjust some reshoots. Ooh, ooh, we'll see where that brings us. We have the trailer for Extraordinary, uh, which is a new Hulu comedy from the Killing Eve producers. 
You're finally going to get a live action God of War, people. That's right. God of War, the TV series is coming to Amazon Prime Video. So it finally has a home. We're going to see Kratos in live action. It's about damn time. God of War TV show coming to Prime Video. Dune, the Sisterhood prequel, currently filming. So you're going to be getting that. Um, the Santa Clauses uh, has been renewed for season two over on Disney+. Plus. Westworld, Raised by Wolves, and The Nevers are being shopped around to free streamers after they've been pulled from HBO Max. So there you go. You're probably going to see them pop up on like Tubi or Freebie or any of those other ones. Pluto. The Sex Lives of College Girls has been renewed for season three on HBO Max. Superman and Lois finally coming back to the CW for season three. Uh, along with Gotham Knights. Yes, Gotham Knights is still happening, unfortunately. I don't know why that hasn't been killed yet uh, from, from David Zaslav and the DC crew. Um, but yes, yeah, Superman and Lois, which is uh, very, very loved, and I love it as well, too. Great, great show. Um, it is returning to the CW on Tuesday, March 14th, uh, along with Gotham Knights, which will be following right behind Superman and Lois. So there you go. The flash will be back in February, Superman and Lois in March. And I'm guessing this will probably be the last seasons for these things. If, uh, James Gunn, you know, has his way, because like I said, he said the TV shows are going to be looped into the same universe. And I don't think we could have this stuff on the CW anymore. Wu-Tang, an American saga, getting its final season release over on Hulu. You can check out the new trailer. Um, let's see here. We talked about that. We talked about that. Reese Witherspoon is set to lead a new cheerleading comedy series over at Amazon. Um, Time Traveler's Wife and Raised by Wolves are being removed from HBO Max. We just kind of talked about them being looped in with a lot of the other shows that are being shopped around to the free streamers. Surviving R. Kelly, the final chapter, we have the trailer, which chronicles the survivor testimony and final verdict. The Golden Globes, Eddie Murphy is set to receive the Cecil B. DeMille Award. So congratulations there. That's awesome. Tyler Perry is set for a World War II movie called 6888, which will be coming to Netflix. Melissa McCarthy is set to star in uh, Richard Curtis' written Christmas movie, which will be coming to Peacock. Netflix's Black Death dramedy, The De Decameron, has set its full cast, and there's a lot of people in this thing. Tony Hale uh, and a bunch of other names you're not going to recognize, but you'll probably recognize their pictures if you look at them, on some of them at least. Uh, Lego Masters been renewed for a fourth season over at Fox. Uh, Peep Show, uh, FX is trying its hand at a Peep Show. That's right. They're uh, looking to uh, redo the cult favorite from the UK. Um, the Legend of Vox Machina. I know my boy Friggins, he loves this show so much. Uh, but it's returning for season two, January 20th, of course, exclusively on Prime Video. Check out the new trailer. Uh, for those of you that like this animated kind of stuff. <laughs> Spirited, which I loved, by the way. Again, if you're a big Christmas fan, you haven't watched Spirited yet, let's go. Spirited is now the biggest movie ever on Apple TV+. Plus. So congratulations there. That is super, super awesome. Um, let's see here. Yellow Jackets, season three. It's already been renewed. Season two isn't even out yet. 
We're Ready Again Season 3 over at Showtime. For those of you wondering if Henry Cavill is going to be returning as Geralt in The Witcher, he is not. That is right. He is not returning in that role. It is still going to Liam Hemsworth. I'm sorry, guys, for all of you that thought he would just throw another guy out of a job that he left just to come back. Lee Isaac Chung is in talks to helm the Twister sequel. Yes, we're still getting that Twister sequel after all these years. We have the trailer for Murderville, the Christmas special. Jason Bateman and Maya Rudolph search for Santa's killer. I still need to watch this show, man. I keep forgetting about it, and I need to watch it. Your Place or Mine. It's a new rom-com starring Reese Witherspoon and Ashton Kutcher. So there you go there. and um, Getting back to some old-school 90s kind of rom-coms here with these two. Michelle Williams leads A24's new dramedy from Kelly Reichardt called Showing Up. Diamond Dallas Page, of course, uh, WCW world-famous wrestler. Uh, He's working on a scripted theatrical version of the resurrection of Jake the Snake. This is a massive story here for those of you I know. There's a lot of you that don't follow wrestling. Jake the Snake is an incredible wrestler who had a big downfall, got into drugs and alcohol. And Diamond Dallas Page worked with him and got his mind right, got his body right, and brought him back on the from the brink of death. Um, this would translate to a great movie, and I love hearing this. So, yeah, I'd love to see this turn into a feature film. We have the trailer for A Good Person. Uh, so check that out. Zach Braff's upcoming film uh, with Florence Pugh and uh, Morgan Freeman. So, hell yeah. A Death Stranding movie is in the works. Um, so there you go, based on the video game. Uh, so I love that, man. That is awesome right there. Um, don't know, you know, it was, a, it was a very popular video game. Never played it, but I love to see a lot of these things developing into films and TV shows. We have the Season 9 trailer for The Flash. This is the show's final chapter, so check that out. Um, Reese, uh, you know, we already talked about that. Sorry. Henry Cavill. Let's talk about Henry Cavill again, because even though he just gave up Superman a couple days later, he made the big announcement that he's going to be doing Warhammer 40 K that's right. Warhammer 40,000 series, uh, based on the little miniature sculpture kind of, uh, uh, board game kind of role-playing game. I don't know much about this, but it is super popular. And it's a sci-fi kind of action thriller. Um, and Henry Cavill's set to star in, produce. It's going to be on Prime Video. Um, and they're going to get the budget, man. Like, you, we talked about the Lord of the Rings show getting a big budget. This thing's probably going to crush it, man. So, congratulations there, Henry Cavill, getting to uh, helm up a Warhammer universe over here at Prime Video. And I love to see it. The new Escape from New York movie will not be a remake of the John Carpenter original, so FYI. James Cameron and Robert Rodriguez swear to make the sequel to Alita 2. Uh, Let's go, guys. We are all waiting. Uh, Original cast member Eric Schmazda is returning for season two in CSI Vegas. Justin Hartley's The Never Game has officially been ordered to series over at CBS. Um, So that is his follow-up to This Is Us, so glad to see it there. Mythic Quest uh, is set to expand with a new series called Mere Mortals that will be coming to Apple TV+. Plus. So a little spinoff here. I love Mythic Quest, and uh, this will be really cool here to see a spinoff. Let's go. We have your first look at Season 3 of Power Ghost. I love Power Book 2 Ghost. Uh, it's probably my favorite spinoff of the bunch. 
Um, well, no, the Tommy one's probably my favorite, but I love Ghost, and so very excited to see season three on the way. I think it premieres in March over on Stars. Speaking of Stars and speaking of 50 Cent, uh, Fightland, which is a British boxing drama, is in the works over on the Stars Network. Um, the weekend drops his new C- single, which is the avatar theme song for avatar, the way of water. It's called nothing is lost. You give me strength. And this is the theme song that plays during the credits. <clears throat> so congratulations to the weekend. Uh, very timely there. Um, Dan Levy is set to do an animated comedy special, uh, that's going to be coming to Hulu. It's been just been given a series order. Daisy Edgar Jones has been cast as Carol King in the movie version of the beloved Broadway show centering on the singer's life and career. CNN cancels Stanley Tucci's Searching for Italy as part of their originals pullback. So, yeah, they're scaling back on all that stuff there. Um, The Rock. The Rock, The Rock, The Rock. I meant to bring this up when we were talking about DC earlier. Is Black Adam done now, too? Right? I mean, he just came out, but Henry Cavill's in his universe, and maybe if they hadn't done that after credit scene, you could say it takes place in a different world, and maybe they could still do it, right? They could say the the post-credits uh, isn't canon. <laughs> I don't know. But it sounds like The Rock, I don't know. I don't know if he wants to at this point. I feel like he's a little over the new leadership and the changes. He fought so hard to bring back Henry Cavill, and they pulled the plug on that really quick, so that might have left a bad taste in The Rock's mouth. Um, a lot of people were running with the rumor over the weekend, like, Ooh, the rock unfollowed the black Adam, uh, and, uh, Warner brothers accounts. And then the rock came out and he was like, I never even followed those accounts. So I didn't unfollow them cause I never followed them in the first place. So, uh, he, you know, he blamed people just trying to make drama to make drama. And, um, but we'll keep you posted, man. I'm curious to see where the rock goes in all of this. Um, Robert De Niro is set to lead a new crime drama series called Mr. Natural. Uh, it's a, going back to this DC shit again. We The rumor has it that Henry Cavill and Gal Gadot both shot cameos for the Flash movie that comes out this summer with Ezra Miller. Um, and now the report is, is that DC Studios has decided to pull the cameos. That's right, that the Henry Cavill and Gal Gadot cameos have been cut. From the theatrical version of The Flash. This again sucks. Like Ezra Miller's Flash takes place in the DCEU. Ben Affleck is in the movie. So why are we removing the Henry Cavill and Gal Gadot cameos? It doesn't make any sense. Again, you're cherry picking. You're choosing to leave Ben Affleck in. But then you're saying the other stuff don't count. It's so frustrating. So frustrating. I really wanted to see these cameos in Flash. And I'm hoping that the rumor is fake and maybe they'll be there. But there's a lot of really valid sources saying that this is out. So it really sucks. Donald Glover set to star in a Spider-Man spinoff. Yes, Sony's doing their fucking thing again where they're pulling off obscure villains to let actors do movies of. And Donald Glover is going to be playing Hypno Hustler. I know everybody in the world just said, who? Hypno Hustler. Who knows? This might be the best movie in the world, but right now I just got to say this is fucking stupid. So stupid. Like, this is the project Donald Glover chose to pick for the Marvel Universe. A Spider-Man villain that is in, like, one issue and plays musical instruments that hypnotizes people. Hypno Hustler. 
Yeah, let's go, Sony. Fucking great job. Uh, Amazon has set a new horror comedy movie from a black lady sketch show team called Killing It. Matthew Lillard and Josh Hutcherson have joined the Five Nights at Freddy's movie. Netflix is moving forward with another Fear Street movie as they've just found their director. Uh, so very interesting there. I didn't think they were going to do any more of that. Um, we have an article up with all the movies and TV shows that are being pulled from HBO Max. Michael Keaton uh, has a new thriller uh, that's just added James Marsden, Marsha Gay Harden, and Al Pacino. It's called Knox Goes Away. We have the first teaser trailer for Barbie with Margot Robbie. It's a cute little teaser trailer. It doesn't really do anything, but it sets up the film that it's coming, and it's a perfect, perfect teaser. Very perfect teaser. Avatar The Way of Water brought in $17 million in its Thursday preview night. Cecily Strong said goodbye on this past weekend's episode of SNL. Uh, I love Cecily Strong. They've lost a lot of big players in the last year, and Cecily was one of those pieces that really held it all together. She'd been there for 10 years. I love her. She is the best female on the show, and now she's gone too. It was a great episode with Austin Butler hosting, and he did a little Elvis uh Blue Christmas with her at the end of the show It was very emotional seeing the cast say goodbye And uh, man it sucks There had been rumors for the last couple years She was leaving but she held on Until now Um, So yeah real real big bummer there But best of luck to her I hope she kills it in whatever she decides to go do next Blockbuster Has been cancelled after just one season on Netflix So good job Netflix You've killed Blockbuster twice In my lifetime Uh, Blockbuster had Randall Park And it had Melissa Fumero I like the show Really because of the cast It wasn't as funny as I'd hoped it to be But I liked it because of the cast And I was really hoping we'd get more with it Uh, So sad to see it go so quickly But yes Blockbuster cancelled after just one season uh, a spinoff of On My Block is coming called Free Ridge, and it's coming soon to Netflix. Shentarum has been canceled at Apple TV Plus after just one season. Peacock has given a series order to a new horror thriller from executive producer James Wan and Yellowstone writer Ian McCulloch. Um, let's see here. Sam Mendez has a new HBO comedy called The Franchise that's going to be put into production here soon. Um, let's see here. Sorry, got a couple things here. We talked about that. We talked about that. Oh, we have the Oppenheimer trailer. I know a lot of people are super excited about this. Christopher Nolan's new thriller, uh, Oppenheimer, of course, hits theaters on July 21st, 2023. We've had a little teaser one from before, but this is the first full trailer. So check that out if you're interested. John Cho and Catherine Watterson are set to lead a new horror movie called They Listen. Um, at the domestic box office, Avatar The Way of Water tied with the Batman to land the fifth biggest opening of the year. I know it would have made more money if it wasn't fucking three hours and 10 minutes long. I mean, really, God. I mean, and I'll say the runtime didn't matter to me. Like, this movie flies by. But from a box office perspective, if it was two hours long, this thing would have made $200 million easily. Um, but because it's over three and a half hours long, it just, it limits time, man. Because once you put in trailers with it, it is over three and a half hours long. Um, so, you know, definitely scaled the box office back a little bit. 
Turnout for Avatar The Way of Water was especially strong on IMAX and 3D screens, with 62% of ticket sales coming from premium formats. That is awesome there. Uh, it dominated the, glo- the domestic box office with $134 million and $435 million globally, like we talked about earlier. It's awesome. I got a really cool article up called, talked about here's who's who in Avatar The Way of Water. It was something I was very interested in because, obviously, most of the characters in this movie are mo-capped, and uh, you don't know who really is playing any of them. So this article breaks down who is who under those mocap suits. So it was kind of cool. So I put that up. So check that out on our Twitter page if you're interested. Um, let's see here. We talked about the James Gunn statement that just came out earlier today. We have the official synopsis for the Marvels. That's right. The upcoming Captain Marvel sequel. So check that out if you're interested. I don't want to read it out loud because some of you might be like, Spoiler! So read it if you're interested. We got two new trailers for Babylon, the Naughty and the Nice trailer, so check that out. Uh, We have your first look photos of the new Doctor Who season, as you can see Nakutu Gatwa as the new Time Lord. Mission Impossible 7 featurette showing Tom Cruise doing his biggest stunt ever. We actually saw this before Avatar and IMAX, and it is incredible, man. Props to Tom Cruise once again. Disney Plus released their 2023 teaser preview uh, for 2023, showing new seasons of Loki, The Mandalorian, Ahsoka, and a whole bunch more. So check out that teaser to see some cool new footage. Uh, Bill Murray's role in Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania has been broken down by the director. So again, I won't read it for spoilers, but if you're interested, you can see who he's playing. We have the new trailer for Book Club, the next chapter. That's right, the sequel nobody wanted, but it's coming. Uh, So check out that. Um, The Best Man, the Final Chapters, which is coming to Peacock. It's a TV show sequel version to the Best Man series. Uh, But the showrunner says it will give uh, its women characters fully realized arcs. So very cool there to kind of wrap everything around. The Yellowstone spinoff 1923 premiered on Paramount Plus, and it has set new viewership records. So congratulations there. It's the new one with Harrison Ford and Helen Mirren. Uh, So smashing some records there on Paramount Plus. I love it. Um, And again, on Paramount Plus, if you ain't watching Tulsa King, get with it, man. Sylvester Stallone, Tulsa King, new episodes every Sunday. Love, love, love this show. And on that note, my friends, that's it. That's our show, man. We went... Almost an hour tonight. Wow. Our last several episodes have been barely a half hour. We're going about 55 minutes here tonight, but there was a lot of DC stuff to talk about. And uh, I thank you for listening to me rant about it. But on that note, I hope you all have an amazing week this weekend, Christmas Eve, Christmas, happy holidays, everybody. Merry Christmas to all of you. Thank you so much. The only present I want is for you to tell your friends and family to come listen to Am I on the Air? Spread the word. Let more people come listen. And uh, for you to check out our spoiler review of Avatar, guys. So if you haven't seen the movie yet, go watch it. Then come listen to our spoiler review. It's really worth the watch. Um, But yes, thank you so much for listening. Let's do some quick shout outs. Am I on the air.com is our official webpage. Make sure you bookmark it. Everything's there. Subscribe to us on Apple podcasts. You can get us on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Stitcher, tune in. We're on everything. Just search wherever you listen to your podcast. Make sure you like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash am I on the air. Follow us on Twitter at am I on the air. Follow me on Twitter at DX Don mega. Make sure you follow us on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, Everything's just Am I on the Air, so make sure you follow along. We got video reviews 
on our TikTok and Instagram. So really please make sure you follow us there uh, to get some different kind of content than just the podcast. Um, shout out to reddragonsradio.com for always sponsoring us and, and being a great affiliate, reddragonsradio.com. Follow on Twitter at reddragonsradio. And our other affiliate, the Pop Culture Pros, Pop Culture underscore pros on Twitter. They're another great affiliate that always streams our episodes, and we appreciate you uh, for adding us to your network in 2022 and looking forward to 2023. That'll do it for me here tonight. That is our show. Again, I hope you all have an amazing week. Have an amazing holiday. Have an amazing Christmas. Take care of yourselves and each other. And until next time, y'all. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas, Red Dragons. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening. Red Dragons. Red Dragons.